0: Hi everybody, it's Francie Hakes from Best Case, Worst Case. I am really excited today because Wondery, our podcasting host company, is doing a very exciting promotional Thanksgiving binge. And toward that end, I am so excited to be welcoming as a guest, Richard O. Jones. He is the host of the podcast, True Crime Historian. Welcome, Richard.
1: Hey, Francie, how are you doing today?
0: I'm good, thanks. I'm so excited to talk to you. Your podcast is so fascinating. Uh, Jim Clementi, my co-host and I, do true crime, and we talk about it from a prosecutor's and and agent and defense attorney perspective. But you're doing sort of a much more dramatic, almost recreations of the crime. How did you get into podcasting?
1: Well, I was a newspaper man for 25 years. I worked for my local newspaper, although I didn't do courts and crimes, I was more of a culture and, and arts reporter. And uh, I, you know what happened to the newspaper business, we don't need to get into all that. But in 2013, they offered me a buyout. And not having anything uh, else to do or plan B, I'd done some research on a local murder that happened in my hometown. So I thought I'd write a book about that uh, since I had all the research done. And it got a lot of interest. And I actually ended up writing three books during my severance period. The one I first wrote still isn't published, still sitting on that one. But I did get two other ones published. And uh, so I started going out and talking to libraries and telling the stories and things of that sort. And, you know, sometimes they'd give me a a little bit of an honorarium. And then after about a year or so of doing this, I'd get my first royalty check. I was so disappointed that I made more money talking about uh, my books than I did actually sell on the books <laughs> and so oh, I just kept that's... talking you know uh, I recorded one of my presentations and I put it up uh, for a radio station to have access to it. I put it up on a podcasting website you know a free hosting thing and just kind of forgot about it and I went back a, a little bit later almost a year later and found that it had gotten several thousands of listens without me even doing anything to to guide people there. And that was about the same time that serial took off and true crime was becoming the hot thing. And even though, you know, true crime, as you know, is a pretty crowded podcasting field, I felt like I had a nice angle because as I was doing my research for these books, I would go through old newspaper archives and then I would see on the other side of a page a headline about, you know, gruesome murder or, you know, two shot dead. And and I go, ooh, I wonder what that one was like. And so I'd go back and I'd, try to find the articles where they first found the body and then, you know, follow it through the the trial process. And, you know, if there was an execution back in the old days, they really gave these things great descriptions, you know, and I should start falling in love with these stories out of the newspapers and the way they wrote them and the way they told their stories that I thought, you know, this would be a great podcast to just read old newspaper stories and put them together as a story. So I kind of look at it like that. It's like I'm unfolding the case as it would have happened to, to, would have been revealed to the people back in the day that it took place.
0: Well, that's what I think is so fascinating about it when I was listening to your most recent podcast about the wealthy woman in the Northwest marrying the man who just got out of Walla Walla. Mm -hmm. You tell it from a first-person perspective, and I think that seems really unique to me.
1: Yeah, because you know, in, in my year, I might have done more, right, more reporting on, on crimes and things of that sort, uh, but we weren't allowed to tell stories the way they could back in you know, the, the 18... My sweet spot is like the 1870s to the 1940s. Um, things started changing in journalism then, and they, I, it seems to me that they became a little less focused on the storytelling aspects and more on the facts of the case, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so things kind of changed up a little bit then, but I just fell in love with the way they wrote about it then. It was almost like reading a, well, and they were, they were precursors to true crime writing.
0: Well, I think our listeners on Best Case, Worst Case will really love your podcast, True Crime Historian. So I'm sure that they will check it out.
1: Yeah, I hope so. And, you know, and you, you mentioned that uh, we, we kind of look at these from from two different cases, two different points of view. And uh, one of the things back in those days and the days that I'm re- uh, talking about in the podcast is I think they had a, a pretty good relationship with a lot of the, the prosecutors and things of that sort. You know, that there was a, a bit more of a rapport between them, then, you know, today you have uh, HIPAA laws and and privacy laws and all kinds of stuff that, that, that get in the way. But, but I think they had a great relationship back then, more of a symbiotic thing. And, and they would let the prosecutors go off on their tangents. And sometimes they would present the whole, um, you know, closing arguments verbatim and things like that. So it's really cool. Um, So I was listening to a couple of your episodes catching up today and and noticed that uh, the last couple ones have been about children. And uh, I tend to shy away from those because, uh, I don't know, they, they they make me sad, you know. So um, I, I did one about uh, one of the saddest things I ever did uh, was one of my early ones about the uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, the massacre at Frank Lloyd Wright's uh, compound in, in Wisconsin back in 1914. And there was this scene where, um, you know, the two children of, of his, uh, his fiance were killed. And there's a scene where he's delivering the coffins to the children's father as he puts them in their car and it just breaks my heart to read that kind of stuff and uh so i was listening to these stories and thinking of you know, your, your episodes and thinking about that and do, do you ever get that i mean do you have cases uh, you know is it children or anything like that that kind of gets under your skin as as a prosecutor is it that, that that uh that you kind of have to think about like that
0: I do. Jim and I both have a, a background and a specialty in crimes against children. It was something that I focused my career as a prosecutor on, both as a state and a federal prosecutor. Uh, but Jim and I also did other kinds of cases. We certainly have other kinds, but those are definitely the ones when we have, in fact, our, our most recent two episodes, you're right, focused on children. Um, one was our guest, Patty Daly-Lewis from the Bo Biden Foundation. And She was talking about a case that she had in her career that was about a parental kidnapping. Uh, It wasn't child abuse in the traditional sense, but it was parental kidnapping that ended absolutely horrifically, uh, especially for the children, you know. Our listeners seem to really appreciate our focus on getting behind police lines, which is kind of our tagline when we're talking about these kind of cases and bringing them a new perspective that they've never heard before. Not just a just the facts, ma'am approach, but a true insider look at these cases from the professionals who investigate and prosecute them and how those cases affect them. And Jim and I uh, have a lot of experience on that front, especially in crimes against children. And you're right. They're very difficult to deal with. They're very difficult for the professionals. But I think it's an important topic. And what we hear from our listeners mostly is, thanks for bringing up this important topic. I'm learning important lessons on protecting children.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, the, I think the listeners like them. That's why I do them. My, my, one of my most recent episodes, too, was about Alf, Albert Fish. He was one of the most vile, disgusting men I've ever heard about in my life. But it was a listener request, so I did it. And and people are loving it, you know, as, as, as disgusting as it was.
0: No, they really do. And I really enjoy your podcast. And I'm going to encourage the best case, worst case listeners to go find True Crime Historian on Wondery and their favorite listening app. It's been great talking to you, Richard. Uh, Anyone can subscribe to both our shows, True Crime Historian or Best Case, Worst Case, on Apple Podcasts or their favorite listening app. And I encourage them to go and check out the Thanksgiving binge recommendations at wondery.com slash Thanksgiving. They can also find a video on how to listen to a podcast for all their family members who are first-time podcast listeners that's Wondry.com slash Thanksgiving. Richard, thanks so much. Thank it's you, been friends. great talking to you. Yeah, it's great. I'll uh, see you down the road. Yep. And for now, we're signing off.